Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's the music, and we are back underway. Episode 118, Cool Button Hockey Podcast. Greg, even when Patrick Kane was allegedly hurt or banged up or not playing well, when we discussed interest in him around the league, and I mean your interest in him, you were still interested in him, <laughs> dot, 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 paraphrasing. I'm I'm sure whatever he's got isn't... Uh, isn't going to be around when the games really matter. Uh, I'll take a Patrick Kane at 34 more than I'll take some of the other players that have been bandied about. I'm not worried about Patrick Kane was basically what you said. Well, Patrick Kane kind of put his faith in you, my friend. It's as if he heard and saw what you were saying. And all of a sudden, Patrick Kane is the magic man again. I got to give Max Domi some credit because this has been fun. Like Dallas was blitzed on Wednesday and thought, oh, thank God the Jets lost too because kind of blew it and the Stars aren't playing their best hockey right now. But anyway, it's maybe a little audition for Kane if he thinks he could fit in in Dallas. There's these Ranger rumors out there. I don't know. What's this going to be, a four-team trade? I'll take him here, go to Arizona, stay in Ottawa, come – I don't know how all that stuff works, but I want to go back to Kane. He's more than able. Will he wear another sweater? And it's a gut feeling by you. Will he wear another sweater? And is it Rangers or bust? Like, what does it feel like? Kane is able. Simple as that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what I would say is, is that we're talking about Patrick Kane, right? We're, we're talking about Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. We're not talking about, you know, third liner, fourth liner. The guy's a brilliant player. He he was brilliant last year. I mean, like, I think the biggest injury that Patrick Kane suffered this year in, in Chicago was knowing that the team had no chance to win. And it was an emotional hurt. Like, how do I get invested in a team that I love and that I care about? And one of the greatest Blackhawks of all time. Bottom line is, yeah, I can look at Patrick Kane and, you know, okay, he's injured. People can speculate all they want. Patrick Kane is a difference maker. He's not a, he's not a player that comes in and strengthens your team. He's a difference maker. He, he's proven playoffs, regular season, everywhere. First ballot Hall of Famer. Like, what team wouldn't he be good on? What team wouldn't he add to? There's not a team in the league that he wouldn't help. And he's helping the Chicago Blackhawks. Case in point. Listen, 
you you get a chance to get Patrick Kane. And, and remember, it's one year. It's it's too much. Figure out a way. Patrick Kane, like, what do you want in the playoffs? What do we talk about, Steve? Oh, yeah, could this guy be a difference maker? Oh, oh, geez, you need your best players to be your best players in the big games, right? But, well, like, number 88 in Chicago is that guy. <laughs> like, you don't have to ask yourself if he's going to be there. He's the guy that's going to be the difference maker. So, yeah, you get him. Yeah, and, 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 and let's not forget, too, right? Like, it's very interesting now. Shea Weber, you know, the, the great Arizona Coyote. <laughs> You talk about all these maneuvers with long-term injury reserve, right? There's got to be something up there too. Well, like, why would they take the Shea Weber's contract? Well, what's going on with Ottawa and moving Nikita Zaitsev? If they open the door for being part of a th- three-team trade, and when we go back to last week, I just find it very interesting in this day and age how we've seen the the business, the hockey business, the broadcast business change. It's as if a lot of the teams have just said in this modern world, you know, we'll handle our own PR. You know, it's it's the Leafs coming out and saying, we've got Ryan O'Reilly. Um, and, and here's how it came about. It's like things are changing. It's uh, the, 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 the changing of the times, you know, and in some places things are airtight. You know, we've always said lose that way. So I wonder if people are learning from Lou and part of a negotiation is that me and you are talking and Bruce is the third party that, you know, if anything gets out, the whole deal's dead. If anything gets out, we're not doing this. And then I don't trust you next time. And I'm not talking to you next time. There seems to be less leakage, you know, things. It's like we're in the yellow submarine and things are tight. And, uh, you know, the loose lips will sink these ships. That's how I feel anyway. It's it's almost if it, you know, are the blues and Meyer, is that, is that real? Um, uh, some of these things I'm not so sure. I'm looking at things with a Spockian eyebrow, Craig. Spockian eyebrow. Well, that's why they're called rumors. That's why it's speculation, right? And okay, so you can look and you can start to say, you know, like, hey, would that would Timo Meyer would were, were the St. Louis Blues? Yeah, of course. <laughs> like Timo Meyer would help any team. I think Timo Meyer would be a great fit in Seattle. So does I say he'd be a great fit in Seattle? Like, I don't know if Ron Francis has talked to Mike Greer. I have no idea. But I can look and go, yeah, I'd be a good fit there. And so you're right. You know, you think about it, and GMs, a lot of GMs operate in exactly this manner and have operated this manner a long time. Listen, we're going to talk. And and it's not talk, hey, Steve, what do you think about, you know, player number 79 on my team? Oh, I really like him. Uh, Well, do you think there could be a trade there? You're kind of just throwing things out. That's not trade talk. That's just, you're just bantering. You're trying to find your, you know what you're doing? You're trying to see if there's a place to lay a foundation for a trade. You're, you're exploring. That's not, oh yeah, they talked. How many times do you, oh yeah, well, uh, the Steve Coolius and Craig Button are talking. Yeah, they are talking. <laughs> like, you know, of course you talk every day. The managers are talking all the time, all the time. So what are we going to report on every day? They're talking. Yeah, we know they're talking, but when it gets to the serious times, and you, you know when when we talk about like down to the to the short strokes, but what it gets down to at that point in time is when managers say, "Okay, we're we're working. You better not talk. I don't, I don't want to hear this leaked. I don't want to hear this in the media. Bottom line, it just, it just better not happen." And Lou Lamarillo has operated that way for years. Steve Eisman operates that way. Joe Sackett, Chris McFarland operate that way. Patty Verbeek operates that way. This is the way that managers are operating. So if you want to affect ongoing relationships and potential for you to make trades by, uh, uh, you know, 
violating confidences, do it at your peril. But there's no question, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs sent out a press release saying, here's the trade. <laughs> that's the first time anybody heard about it is when the Leafs let everybody know about it. And that that's just, that's just business. That's business. And keep in mind too, with social media and everything that goes with social media, and this is really important, Steve, and you know this, okay? It's your brand. So I'm going to push my brand. <laughs> I'm going to push the people that are associated with my brand. I'm not going to let other people break my news and, and help their brand. I'm helping my brand. Yeah, That's and a reality. That's, yep, and that's changed controlling the brand for so many reasons. And if me and you work at Central Registry or are part of a group, and I, I, I want you to give us a Coles Notes version of, of you know the art of a trade. If we're in there now in this modern world, and as we're discussing paperwork and check the contracts and no trade, Craig, can you confirm this? And, you know, we're all in here together, whether we're in New York, Toronto, or on Zoom. And in that conversation, someone goes to their phone. And as it's going around, there's a group of four, five, seven, or nine people that know. I just have a feeling that those nine are part of, you're one of the nine. One of you screws up. It's on all of us, right? If it... If, if you're Doug Armstrong and I'm Kyle Dubas and we're on a phone, who are we on with? We're on with people at Central Registry, people that can prove, yep, the Leafs have that first, like, we made a trade. You don't have a first-round pick in 2023. Oh, my God. I forgot. I traded it yesterday. I didn't file it. Or what? This trade is null and or whatever the situation is. Like, this process from we agree, we agree. Me and you have agreed. Then we bring in whom? Then who makes the call? Like, is this, we talk about the trade call. Like, I, I feel like this process from agreeing to the league signing off, we're talking 40 minutes, an hour, depending on how complicated it could be. So a lot of people along the way would hear about it, right? Or no, because I got, I got to look up. I'm central registry. I'm the capologist. For, you know, you guys can't make that trade. You don't have enough cap space. Ah, oh, it's falling apart, or whatever the case is. So, what? what who, who's involved here, Craig? It's a, it's a facet. It's to me. I like looking at the war room or situation room. I like like this is almost more fascinating for me. Is imagine having a YouTube channel where you can actually watch the whole process happen. I find it fascinating. Yeah, wouldn't that be? Well, it is fascinating. You're right. So, once you get to the process where you, where you've agreed on a trade. Well, then you got to make the trade call and the trade call goes through central registry, period. You, you hear it all the time. A trade is not official until it's signed off by NHL central registry, full stop. So now you got to go through that process. Okay. You, you know, somebody prepares, okay, here's the trade, right? One team or the other prepares it. It's, it's said. So now you get on the call with central registry. So now they're sitting there looking at, okay, good. So you got this player, just how you point out cap space. Good. Okay, you have your picks, right? Okay, these conditions, we understand them. Good. We approve the trade, right? Like, and that and that can take, depending on the uh, on the on the complexity of a trade, obviously with three teams involved, right? Now, now you have three teams, which brings more people into the trade call. Okay, Minnesota Wild. Okay, so you've agreed to take 25% of Ryan O'Reilly's contract for the remainder of this year. Yes, we are. Okay, yes, you have the cap space. Okay. So now it gets all allocated ap- appropriately, right? Now that's one trade on one day. Okay. Now, now think what happens leading up to the trade deadline. And now, and now teams are pushing. Now you have more teams and more trades. 
you have more people involved at central registry, right? <laughs> and you know, and 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 here's here, here's a big here's a big big thing that happens, and and leading into the trade deadline, and this is just this is just part and parcel of the busyness, right? You you think you have a trade, or you're close to making a trade. Team phones you goes, ah, Steve, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out, right? So now you say I'm out on player seventy nine. So now that gets out there. So now people start to put together, okay, Steve's out on player 79, right? Okay, where's he going now? So, you know, and and then, so so by process of elimination, you get information. And then because there's so much out there and teams are trying to manage, you know, they got to let players know, right? Like teams have to let players know. So they let a player know, hey, we've traded you. Well, the agent knows. Well, now, now the information highway opens up, right? And that, but- the information highway ain't opening up on a Friday night at 10 o'clock, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. And that, and, and so, you know, you think about it too, like, so at, at, as you get closer to the deadline, there's the, the information highway opens up and that's how, but, you know, the teams, think about this. Again, back to social media. The teams used to need, used to have to, the media was their way of pushing their brand. So like if the Toronto Star, the Toronto Sun wanted to talk about the Leafs, you, you you made sure the reporters knew what was going on and they, they they pushed your brand in the paper. You bought advertise it in their paper. Teams don't have to do that anymore. They have their own brand. They have their own methods for pushing their brand. And that's that, that, that that's another reason why. And, and again, this is about branding. If you're trying to work your brand to the greatest, uh, uh to the greatest return and maximize your brand and the people associated with your brand, you're you're not giving away information. You're simply not. And that's a that's a reality that's happened with social media. So it it's not that like it wasn't the right thing to do. It's just changed, and with it, how the information gets distilled and and how people consume it. And that's a great explanation. And uh, why stand up as a town crier and start yelling? Um, you know, hear ye, hear ye. When in theory. Before it was press conference, something's gone on. Oh, what's gone on? I am going to tell you something. So you go back and write it and put it on television or back in the old days, just in the paper. Because I can't get to everybody by saying, hear ye, hear ye. But now all I have to do is say, we've got it. It's good. How does the graphics look? Press release and send. Oh, we have 2 million followers and the Twitter universe has billions. So it is now there which I find fascinating as I do all this where we started this first half of the show to before we hit the break. So Kane can still financially find his way to the Rangers top line. Cause all that's missing here. They got a kid line. They got Panarin, Trocek, Tarasenko. They got Zabanajad, Kreider. So they're only missing Kane. Sorry, Jimmy BC. Unless Jimmy BC part of it. Like, where there's a will, there's a way, Craig, from Chicago to Arizona to Ottawa to the Rangers. Like, there's no emphatic denial from your buddy Chris Drury. I like I I just don't I just don't know. Like I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the press release because I don't know. <laughs> but think about this too, like, you know, and again, pay attention. Like, you know, I, I say to everybody, pay attention. Shea Weber was traded from Vegas to the Arizona Coyotes for Dyson Mayo, okay? 
I don't think that uh, Shea Weber is, is is going to finish the season <laughs> with the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> you know, and I, I hope I, I hope Arizona sends him a jersey, right? Like, you know, you know. Anyway, long story short, so when Zaitsev gets traded to the Chicago Blackhawks, right? Pay attention. There's other things going on. We talk about, you know, uh, you know, third parties, whatever there may be. You know, and and there's and there's different reasons for for third parties. Money wise, hey, listen, there might be something that you're looking at doing down the road. So help me out right here, and we'll make that happen down the road. Not not really totally up and up, right? But you know, it's not part of the trade. Just as long as it's not part of the trade, but you 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 work with your counterparts to make things happen in that regard. All all, all good, and you know, so pay attention to where money starts to move. Start to pay attention and, you know, start to consider, you know, where, where things can go to. And bottom line is Patrick Kane, like, and, you know, think about him and Panera playing in Chicago. They were, they were dynamite together. Right. So all I know is this, and and, and I do, I say, all I know is this, Patrick Kane is a difference maker, Patrick Kane. So what, what do the New York Rangers want to do this year, Steve? Win the Stanley cup. Bingo. Does Patrick Kane give you a better chance of winning it? Way better. <laughs> there we go. I'll wait for the press release too. <laughs> Follow the money, Craig says. Follow the money. And we're not going to come up with the big short on trade deadline day. There's going to be a lot of wheeling and dealing. Speaking of the money. Sports Interaction is Canada's sportsbook. Log on to SIA.com forward slash cool button pod. Click, sign up, and deposit today. Sports Interaction is Canada's sportsbook. Friday night, Craig. Friday night. What do you like? Friday night. Two former teammates at the USA National Team Development Program are facing off against one another. Matthew Kachuk, Tage Thompson. Two top players in the National Hockey League. Thompson will score a goal. Kachuk will get two points. I think one of them will be a goal, but two points, bank it. And for the game in Florida, I mean, for Buffalo, is it fair to say this is their season? I think it's their season. They have to beat the Florida Panthers, but they're not going to. The Florida Panthers are going to beat the Buffalo Sabres and take the over. This race for wild card one and two in the Eastern Conference is so fascinating. Fascinating. It's a race we didn't have last year. Islanders play. They win. What about the Wings? What about the Penguins? Feel bad for the Capitals. It's a great, great race. And Craig, you're helping the fans decipher where to put their Sazich as it relates to Friday night. Saturday night, Tampa at Detroit. The Lightning, as good as they are, have not had a great season on the road. Detroit? is playing its best hockey of the year right now. Dylan Larkin, minus the five in a game, playing the best hockey of a season right now. Tyler Bertuzzi is not being traded. Wings on the money line will upset Tampa. There's a lot of people, including me, that believe the Wings are playing Boston in the first round of the playoffs. Wings win money line under on a sweet Motown, Saturday night. 
Oh, I like that. And this is exactly where Steve Eisman wanted to see his team playing important games with, with significant outcomes at, at, at play. And this is unbelievable. I got another one for you on Saturday night. University of Guelph is going into Windsor and they're going to force a game three. That's just that's for you, Mr. Coolius. <laughs> oh, of all the bets you've made this year and prognostication, I hope you are right, my friend. I hope you are right. Enjoy a super Saturday night at any level. Don't forget, Canada Sportsbook is Sports Interaction 19 Plus. Go, Griffins, go. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So here we are. Trade deadline chatter is in the air. We've talked about that. Patrick Kane has been front and center. I don't know if there's anybody on any of your lists, Craig, and how much you help the boys by coming up with the trade bait list. To me, the most fascinating thing heading into the end of February and the beginning of March are the races and the excitement, as I just alluded to earlier, you know, capitals appear to be in some trouble. Buffalo lays a big egg um, in front of a home crowd, leaf home crowd. There's a sexiness with the wings, you know, flames, pick up a win in Arizona. What does it mean with them in Minnesota? We've got to, you judge, I think, a season by how fun it is for as many possible fan bases down the stretch. That That's what it is. It's down the stretch we're coming and going into Wednesday, because the Islanders won, we were at, in the East, a stepladder of 65, 64, 63, 62, 61, 60, 60. 50. Like, we went down to Ottawa. Like, if if you're plus two, imagine if Ottawa was just plus two more. Like, now we're literally hanging on to a poker chip like a plus. What are you? Plus six. Okay, plus six and 82, that's not going to be good enough. Yeah, but we're plus six. Can we get the plus 10, plus 12? You know, if, if, if we're all in it together, you standings watch or you close your eyes and say the magic number is 96. Well, 96 and 82 is plus 14. Is that realistic? 
Teams are beating each other up. They're climbing over each other. It's it's amazing. And the hardest thing to handicap is who's going to be seven and eight in the East because we know who the six are. We've got the super six, but the seven and eight, Craig, I, I think someone should win a prize if they can tell me who it's going to be. And you don't tell me that this is sexy. Craig, I know I can see your face. Sexy is written all over it. Yeah, you know what I'm going to call it? The Motel 6. And there's room for two more at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so Where are they going to sleep? In the yeah, manger? <laughs> yeah, well, well there's going to be some sleeping in the manger because there will be no room at the playoff end, you know, for a number of those teams. But But that's what's exciting. Think back to this time last year. We knew who the eight teams were in the East. They're, they're, I mean, eight teams out, you're playing games. You know, it was all for seeding. It was all for placement, right? And that's, I mean, I guess it's exciting, maybe. Like, you know, what's exciting is, oh, this game matters. Buffalo playing Florida on Friday night. Ottawa now being in the hunt. Like, you know, they made all those moves last summer, right? And there was lots of excitement. Well, you're right there again. Detroit, look at all the moves they made. Like, they're right there. This is unbelievable because it also leads into the trade deadline. What are they going to do? How are they going to do? What can they use, right? And I'm going to say for my final thoughts, let me just tell you this to be full declaration. I have nothing to do with the trade bait boards anywhere, Okay. I can look at UFAs and I listen and you watch and you all, okay, this guy, and that team's out of it. Okay. I get it all. Okay. I, my, my, uh, I just look and say, I think this player's a good fit here. That player's a good fit there. And you don't go from there, but I, I am going to save for my final thoughts. So I'm, that's a tease they call, and I'm going to save it for the end because I think there's one player out there that could be a big difference maker to any number of teams. Leave it there. These races are phenomenal. You know, the Calgary Flames on Wednesday night were down 3-1 to the Arizona Coyotes. I think they had given up nine shots. <laughs> they had like, and at that point in time, I think they had 88 shots on goal. <laughs> and you're going like, oh my. And like, Chris Tanner puts one in his own net. There's a two-on-one. I mean, you can't even, like, Dan Vladar was not a problem. It wasn't like goaltending was an issue. And you're going, is this going to be another night where the Calgary Flames are looking, right? And then they just, I mean, they just absolutely overwhelm the Arizona Coyotes, right? They go into Vegas on Thursday night. It's a different, it's a different task. Right. Then they got Colorado on Saturday before they come home to play Boston. Whoa. You know, you talk about a stretch of days here for the Calgary Flames that are defining. And that's exciting. It's exciting. I will say this. I think the Colorado Avalanche are going to win the Central Division. I think they are. I think they are putting themselves right there to finish atop of the Central Division. And furthermore, I think they're going to finish atop of the Western Conference. (laughs) I think that they are the team now that's going to find themselves in that spot. I think they're getting players back. They're playing well. And I just feel that they're the team. So what are they going to do? You know, they have have long-term injury uh, reserve cap space. They they can do some things. We saw what they did last year. They're interested in defending their cup title and winning another one. And that's exciting too. Minnesota finds a way to win. You know, you have the the Calgary Flames. Winnipeg and Dallas, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, I, I just said what I think about Colorado. big part of that is because Dallas and Winnipeg have struggled here in recent weeks. Winning, that's exciting. That's it, which makes the trade deadline exciting, right? Oh, absolutely. And the Colorado moving on up the mountain makes sense as their health improves. 
And we believe that can only get better, although as long as you don't keep losing somebody and stumble back down. But the real truth is this. None of the other teams have taken advantage as they should have, could have more than Colorado's plight because the rest of them have been glorified placeholders. Like Vegas, LA, Seattle, even Edmonton, Dallas and Winnipeg, if you're talking about winning the conference and everything else, all these teams have done at times is go, underwhelmed, many runs, and then something goes wrong. All They didn't open up enough space and currency to say, Colorado, catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Instead, Colorado's like, no, I I think we can. And and as as certain things start to unfold, it also shows you again how wide open the West is, and that it's if we believe Tampa will be part of a playoff conversation in the East, these other teams, I don't respect them as much as I do Colorado, even though there's no cadre, even though you know it's not the same team as last year. Uh, you know, Burakovsky gone. They've had the other injuries. No Landis Gog. It's almost as if, show me then. Show me Missouri. And 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 I don't see it, Craig. And, and when we talk about the regular season and some of these teams, you know, think about this. I talked to Brad Marchand yesterday. He doesn't give a rat's ass and knows none of the records. He says, I'm not saying the regular season isn't important. But when it's over, it's like erase all the bids. And now we got to start from scratch and deal with whoever we deal with on an even basis. So it's just, it's like you're climbing and then you get to a plateau, but then there's eight other teams there in your conference and there's eight other teams on the other side. So all this for 1300 games is meaningless. He says he knew none of the records, whatever people told them it's, 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 it's fresh. You imagine Colorado fresh, it's a trade deadline acquisition. It's Gabriel Landeskog, everybody. Welcome. Come on down. Like, did you imagine? And that's why these other teams are probably worried because they haven't taken advantage, Craig, in the same way. So it might be Colorado-Boston at the end of the day for what you just brought up. Okay, so I love Brad Marchand. He's so right. He's been through it. He knows it. He understands it, right? And, you know, you play the regular season you know, with a with a real purpose, and the Bruins have done it better than anybody, but he's right. Once the playoffs start, let's go. I'm going to take you back in time. <gasps> back in time. We're going back in time. February of 1998. I'm going to take you back to the Detroit Red Wings. Do you recall what was happening in February of 1998 with the Detroit Red Wings? Yes. They had won the 97 Stanley Cup and were positioning themselves to win in 98, but there was some roster tweaking. Vladimir Konstantinov had his tragic accident, you know, that ended his career. You lost Vladimir Konstantinov. Like, think about that. I mean, a, a difference maker. Sergei Fedorov was holding out that year before he signed his big offer sheet with the Carolina Hurricanes, and he came back and signed. I see the Colorado Avalanche in exactly the same spot this year. Like, you know what? You can look at who's out. You, yeah, Manson's been out, and Eric Johnson's been out, and McCarr's been out, and Landis has been out, and everything. Yeah, well, they're getting healthy, and, and they know what it takes. <laughs> and McKinnon and Ratton are unbelievable. So 
I see this situation with Colorado similar to, to Detroit in 1998. We won the President's Trophy in Dallas that year. We lost Joe Newendike the first game of the playoffs. I don't know what would have happened if we had Joe. Do I like our chances better to win? Yeah. We lost in game six of the conference final, and then they went on to win the cup. I see the Colorado Avalanche in a similar light. And, you know, you start to you start to think. So now with finishing thoughts, these are my finishing closing thoughts. And I am looking at the Anaheim Ducks. And I am looking at two players there that I believe would help teams in different ways, but nonetheless help them. That is John Klingberg and Kevin Shattenkirk, two right shot defensemen that I believe teams should be absolutely looking at. Kevin Shattenkirk was part of the Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup. He can add offense, puck moving, different elements to your team. John Klingberg has been a really good playoff player and a really good player during his time in Dallas. I don't know if people just, when the Ducks start to play, people just don't pay attention. Patty Verbeek made moves last year. He's making moves this year. John Klingberg and Kevin Shattenkirk are two players that would absolutely help teams. Edmonton, Klingberg. Ottawa, Klingberg. (laughs) Toronto, Klingberg. I can think of any number of teams that could benefit from John Klingberg and Kevin Shattenkirk. Anaheim Ducks put a focus there. I don't need to look at a trade bait board to say that those would be two good fits. And Expiring contracts, I like their chances of moving. My final thought is to the people of Buffalo, if you don't want the debacle that happened on Tuesday, then buy the flipping tickets. And if you own the tickets, don't sell them to a 416 or 905 area code to pay for your season tickets. The real truth is what happened there. It's partly on the player's fault, but they can't win every game. In the history of the franchise, they've normally dominated the Leafs in Buffalo anyway. They've done their job since the French Connection. They did their job with Dominic Hasek. They've actually done very well in the Matthews era the Sabres have. But they didn't do such a good job on Tuesday. That's fine. But what you allowed them to do by saying, I'll I'll sell you my tickets. I don't want to pay the price. Uh, I'll use my money to buy my entire season tickets. Well, then you're part of the problem. And for those who watched the game on television, there were still seats available that you could have gone. So it's to the Buffalo fan to stop the next debacle from happening. Do you want that to happen? God forbid someday to play play the Leafs in the playoffs? So instead of pointing the finger, everything's everybody else's fault. I'm pointing the finger at you, Western New York. Don't sell your tickets to people from the 416 or you'll be sick watching something like that, Craig. Again, here, here, you you know what? You know, they came in, they took the two points, they cheered for their team, ate all the chicken wings, and then went back home to Canada. (laughs) And you forgot, as we also do the wave, as we wave goodbye to episode 118. That's like hearing ole, 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 or na, 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 na in your own building, sung by the other fans. So, Buffalo, I don't know if they're going to recover from that because it's a Speaking of chicken wings, it's the Detroit Red Wings that are scary now in the Eastern Conference. Until next time, be good, be safe, and be nice to one another. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 